Hello and welcome to The Nature of Avatar, the podcast where we do deep dives into every aspect of the Avatar universe. My name's Otis and I'm joined today by Orion, but not Sola, because Sola is at school. Uh, I don't like school, because who does? Now, in this episode, we're going to be looking at a brand new release in the Avatar universe, Avatar multiverse, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and it is Avatar Generations. We, uh, well, you knew it was coming. It's now available iOS and Android, and actually uh, from iOS 11. So, um, yeah, Orion, do you want to um, fill us in on the compatibility of Avatar Generations with all of my devices? So, basically, uh, Avatar Generations is available on any iOS uh, uh, device. Well, I'll start with Apple. So that's any iPhone, iPad or iPod touch that is on iOS 11 or later. So to put that into perspective, we're currently on iOS 16. That's five updates back. So that's pretty good, a pretty good level of compatibility for a new game. Because I mean, a lot of new games will be like, oh, well that you can only play it if you're on like iOS 14 or iOS 15. Um, but this is pretty good. Then, uh, also another thing is that uh, basically with the release of the Apple M1 chip in their computers, you can basically play any game on any uh, uh, any device. game is any game that is built for uh, iPhone or iPad. You can play on your Mac unless the developer blocks it. So this is just straight from the App Store. So essentially. Um, Avatar Generations has blocked uh, the ability for you to uh, play this game on the App Store. Uh, Sorry, to play this game on a Mac. So that's part of the problem there because you otherwise you'd be able to do it from like macOS Big Sur or whatever. Then if we look at um, uh, if we look at Google Play, so this is for Android. I'm just trying to see the compatibility. Uh, yeah, no, I can't. I can't seem to find the compatibility for uh, for Avatar, Android for Android. But basically, on Android, it's have it's had over a hundred thousand downloads, and it is rated. Uh, number six in free role playing, and it's rated number four on the App Store for role playing. Um, and on Apple, it's rated 12 plus. But um, basically, and Google Play uses the uh, it doesn't use the Apple App Store rating, which I think are a bit harsh. Like, I don't think the game is really 12 plus, uh, but no. Android uses the Peggy rating which is the rating that they use on most uh, video games for consoles. So, um, so because it uses this Peggy rating, it's actually rated seven. So on Android, you have to say it from age, the Peggy rating seem a bit more uh, reasonable than the Apple ratings. I don't know why they have to be so unreasonable, but, um, uh, but anyway, so that's a sort of brief overview on the compatibility front uh, for Avatar Generations.
Yep, that's that's good on compatibility. You look like you're uh, no, I thought your screen has gone for a minute, but it's fine. Um, now, what else? What else do you think is like important for people when they first log in? Like, what what does it look like? Or should I talk about what it looks like when you first open up uh, the game? Yeah. Um, so like when you first open it up, it's actually quite quite stylish because uh, you have like you have a really great um, like opening because it looks if only if you've played FIFA Mobile or Orion said earlier before the meeting uh, Asphalt 9 uh, a very popular game I know um, you have a very nice like background when it's opened up you have kind of like different tabs that you can press to look at your characters or your heroes all of your resources you can look at like I think every like month or every week there's like different like live challenges you can play there's yeah. the, like main adventure there's like I think there's like the main storyline and then alongside that there's like different things where you can like you can train your characters to be like better or or compete in like other challenges yes versus the uh, event recently has been the kyoshi warriors event so you pay you have to pay like 25 dollars or something and then you have access to like suki and some new kind of equipment relics that sort of thing that's gonna help you along the way but you also get to play with some new adventures so this is what they're the kind of model they're aiming at but also um otis before you get into the full home screen you missed out the fact that you get this lovely piece of the avatar generations uh if you when you look up avatar generations and you just go to images the first thing you see is this picture with Ang, Katara, Sokka, Suki, Upper, Toph, and Zuko. So it's a really, really nice uh, picture that you have. Uh, and it's really, really cool because when you go into the start of the game, when you move your device upwards, downwards, left, or right, these characters, the angle changes on the characters. And it was a really, really stylish loading screen. Uh, uh, and I thought it was quite fun when I first uh, loaded it up. Wait, you can move your device and it changes? Yeah, so basically, when you launch, if you move your device like left and right, up and down, the viewpoint is, say, here. Say the viewpoint is here and you can just see my face. Center. Yeah. Then it will turn like this. So you can now see That's the really cool. my face. So that, I thought that I'm... was a really cool intro. I'm gonna go check that out right now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a live description. Uh, oh my days! So it does. When I first loaded it up, I thought it was just glitchy, but it's really. Yes, no, that that's, that's, that's quite, what I thought as well. But then when I tilted the screen around, I realized there was like a pattern, and I thought it was like you really. But also, that piece of art is really, really nice. You've got all. Yeah, of it's like classic. But also, if you look at Zuko, his fire actually moves slightly. If you look really closely, his fire moves slightly, and Katara oh, yeah. moves slightly. They've done had these really, really nice little details uh, that are easy to miss. But when you notice them, you can kind of get an idea of how much effort they put into the game. And one thing I'd like to talk about uh, now is that so originally. Uh, the game company Square Enix was making this game. 
and then they were bought by this other company that basically stopped the Avatar Generations project. So now Navigator Games, which is a different company, sort of bought the project uh, and they're working on it. Because like with a lot of games, it would have just been, okay, well, we don't want that anymore, let's just stop. But the fact is that they licensed it from Nickelodeon and everything. So they just sort of sold it on to Navigator Games and Nickelodeon had some Avatar Studios artists working. Uh, Paramount, rather, had Avatar Studios artists working on the game as well. So you sort of had the input of the people working at Avatar Studios for these new, um, for the the uh, new information. But what I've noticed also is that on AvatarNews.co, uh, they've taken down that article about them officially partnering with. Uh, uh, about yeah, about them officially partnering. So um, that was one thing I thought was, oh, on Monday, January yeah. the sixteenth, we had the Cora slate. Then on Wednesday, January the eighteenth, we had the twenty twenty three Cobra Kai. Oh, interesting. So these are the things that they're going to be uh, announcing. Net that Netflix are going to be announcing are uh, there like so we've got the um yeah so a few things they like the chorus slate they've already uh said and the 2023 movies they've already said um yeah but now the but we'll get the trade we were going to get the trailers and announcements on january the this may just be what they what avatar news has got not necessarily what we are going to be getting so um okay yeah this is this is what i'm wondering uh anyway so um yeah so what i've seen so far is that uh navigator games is uh buying the project and they're going to be the ones working on it for the near future i mean it's happened with other like a company made this star wars uh sort of role-playing game in kind of real life with models and stuff but they sort of they've been doing it for a while they stopped it they've sort of lost the right but another company is luckily taking it up so we still get that game so it's the same sort of uh thing that they're doing there that's good um now we mentioned earlier this kind of very stylish piece of art on the opening up uh and we thought it was a bit glitchy is the actual game ever going to be glitchy like we said it runs we said it runs from ios 11 but is it ever going to be glitchy okay so this is this is with, with my experience i'm using a very old device so this is an ipad from i mean this is an ipad uh, air 2 so that was released 2014 this is an old uh, piece of equipment that I'm playing the game on. It has iOS 15, but it's not the fastest machine uh, out there, and it has two gigabytes of RAM. And this game, a lot of games have sort of got low graphics and stuff, and you could play it on any device. But this game, I found was I like there was this fight scene, and there was all of this fire and color, and then it just completely glitched out. Um, so I think that's not necessarily a bug with the game, more a problem with the power of my computer. 
but with my of my iPad. So it meant that the game glitched out um, while I was playing. But luckily for that what bug, there's a fix, which is basically if you on the home on the sort of loading screen, if you click the login button and then you go to the graphic settings, you can switch the graphics to low graphics or auto graphics, which is what I've done. Uh, and essentially yeah. it means that it's now I mean, I haven't actually noticed a huge drop in graphics, but it definitely runs the game a lot faster. And I'm so glad that they have that um, in there. But Otis, I, you before we recorded, you were telling me about a few glitches that you'd come across as well. Yeah, I mean, I've come across glitches um, over like whether like you get the right amount of rewards. It says guaranteed rewards, 10 of these, and then you get like maybe 25, I think. There's like a few things that were maybe slightly rushed in the game developing, uh, but Orion, um, well, I'm gonna talk to you about like, cause I think it runs very well um, over like a later iOS, but maybe on older ones, um, older ones, it will run slower, but overall the game, it is still playable on the iOS it says it's compatible with. Uh, sorry, what was that, Otis? I didn't think I heard you quite right. Uh, I was saying that like, on the older iOSs, it will run like slower. So on the older iPad that you're using, of course, the game will be like slower, a bit more glitchy. And but on I, don't think iOS, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I think it's more because the actual chip that's in this iPad, a uh, combination of that and the sort of lower level of RAM that's in that iPad means that the game runs slower. Because I don't think the fact that you're on a different iOS would mean that the uh, game would be any slower. Because in fact, if you're, the more space you're free, the faster your device will run. This is a sort of technical perspective, as you know, I'm sort of interested in these sorts of things. But if I take, if you, Actually, if you were on a lower iOS, you'd have more space on your compute on your uh, device. So that means that the iPad should really run faster. Um, ah, I think being that on a- gives us that gives us uh, a weird. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. Look. I'm not completely sure, but this is what I'm kind of thinking. I don't think being on a lower iOS should actually decrease. It may decrease the performance because you're yeah no no actually i don't think being on a lower ios is actually going to decrease the performance it's only the fact that your device is older that could decrease the performance it wouldn't be down to the ios itself okay uh now the actual in-game bugs i think will probably be fixed when we get later updates in the game this is of course still the first update uh first drop but should we move on to how the game plays. Yeah, so it's a it's an RPG game, uh, and it's sort of, um, the way it works is, you're basically playing through the story of Avatar. So you start, um, you start just after Dead the Black Sun, and then after that, you transfer, you sort of move to the Southern Water Tribe. So it's really cool, because it's one of those games where you've got, it's it's base it's kind of i don't know if you get the same sort of vibes from the game but it reminded me of one of those anime games uh where um 
yeah, uh, it reminded me of one of those kind of anime games where you've got a bit of it is actual animation. So the characters are doing stuff and you can't control it at all. And then the fight scene yeah. uh, and the sort of some other bits you uh, control. So actually, it's part of it, I think, that maybe it makes it less graphic intensive because you don't spend all the time running around in this 3D world. You've kind of got a map and you move your character. It's more like a sort of chibi figures that you kind of move on a set path along and then you execute the moves in the fight scene. And you switch. Yeah, so basically you move around completing, move around your characters on the map and then it will zoom in to like a specific location when you want to complete a fight or a task or like you torch someone or go into a building or somewhere and then once you're in a kind of like action sequence very similar in D&D in D&D you're walking around with the dungeon master describing what's happening and then your character doesn't actually have any control until you're in a fight sequence or an action sequence yes exactly and I think that's quite an interesting way of doing it because I thought when I've heard of kind of the RPG sort of setting of the game I thought that it would be more like okay well you could kind of go like open world or you can go anywhere in the avatar world whenever you like and it's sort of like you would be moving around this environment so they've done it differently to how I expected but is this a bad thing I'm not sure I think uh, it's rated very highly on the app store uh, actually it's it's sort of got mediocre ratings Partly well, it's placed very high, though. Yes, no, it's placed very high, but it's kind of not got the highest of ratings. Because if no. you look at it, like, people have talked about some of these glitches quite a lot. Uh, like, uh, oh no, tragic distortion of the series. Uh, so it's sort of not... It's not rated that highly. Some people are saying that the game is good, but there's kind of problems. So... But it's only got like 3.8 on the App Store and 3.9 on the Google Play Store. So it's not actually that great a game when you look at the actual rating that it's been given. Yeah, and I think that might be partially to the kind of minor bugs and maybe that it didn't have very good like public release, but then it's still got very high downloads. So people must just think that it's not staying very true to the game but they could improve this in future updates or maybe once you get further into the actual game storyline then it becomes more fun you just need to stick with it i mean i would personally uh as a fan of the show and i'd i'd continue playing the game yeah i i would as well but um now let's just take a quick break uh and then we'll play like 10 15 minutes of the game itself Uh, And then we'll do a kind of review with the game fresh in our minds uh, on the kind of uh, animation, action sequences uh, and that sort of thing. And at the end, at the end, we will rate the game honestly out of 10 so you can decide whether you should go get it. Okay, then we'll be back in a minute. Okay, we're back from the break and ready to continue the gameplay. We've just played some of the game, completed the fight against the master in, I think it's probably level one, 
and advanced to the South Sea. Orion's discovered training, and uh, yeah, I'm thinking of the rating I'm going to give this game. But Orion, what's your initial thoughts on the gameplay? Well, I mean, it's as I said, it's got this sort of anime style uh, the game where you kind of got anime game style. So you've sort of got uh, these bits where you have like animation and dialogue, and then you also have bits where it's you've got the fighting and the animation. I'd just like to talk about the animation because the animation is really, really good. So. Uh, the bending is really nice, probably nicer than it is in the original three Avatar games. Um, the fire bending is really nice. The uh, uh, I haven't tried out earth bending. The water bending is really nice as well. So I think it's. I've, really... I've tried earth bending. Earth bending is really nice. Have you tried earth bending? How? Uh, I don't know. In some kind of opening sequence, it let me do it. But really? I have tried that. Yeah. Also, there's like rewards that you can claim. So like, I just claimed some rewards in the game, in-game rewards. So it's sort of, I'm just wondering like almost what this game is aiming at. So I don't know whether at some point there'll be way more, like even more pushy to get you to buy stuff that you actually can't, there's stuff you actually just can't do unless you pay. That's like, I'm really hoping that's not the way this game's going, but a lot of other games, have gone like this uh, and I'm just kind of hoping that they don't ruin this game by doing something like that yeah that would be disappointing yeah um but yeah I I was also really happy with the initial gameplay I mean it runs smoothly the kind of the graphics and everything's pretty clean I think it's slightly overcomplicated at how it all works but once you're in a fight it, you've got clear moves, clear turn sequences, and you can do cool combos. So I think that's really good. Uh, let's talk about the animation. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Yeah, and the artwork. No, yeah, I was just talking about the animation as well, because the it's really nice the way that they've got these, uh, especially with the combo attacks. One character will attack, and then another character will attack. Uh, and you've got these sort of nice sequence where they're both attacking. One thing I'm just wondering, I know I'm just in the early levels, but I'm wondering that whether because uh, because I'm like already playing the game and I'm only in the basic, I'm, I mean, I'm only in the basic levels, but from what I've got, it's just way too easy so far. Like you yeah. are pretty much guaranteed to win. Because you, because the characters are so weak that you're fighting against. Like, it's almost like there's a point in fighting when you already know that you're going to win the game. Yes, there is that element. And I think the only reason for this is that they kind of want you to progress to the harder levels. Because if you always lose at the easy levels, then you're not going to like the game. Yeah, I, I suppose you're sort of right to some extent, but again i'm just still i'm still just wondering like if this is the way that the game is going then is it actually going to get any harder because the game is sort of boring when you're just the fighting the if you're almost playing the game for the just to look at the animation you're not playing the game because you're looking forward to the kind of challenge of winning a level because you already know that you're going to win the level so it's not so like it's not so far yeah, I agree. 
Um, but I think they will work on that. These are all things that the game will have to work on over time as they get more reviews, they get more people on board. Because I definitely know from what Avatar Avatar News has been talking about in their articles that they are planning to expand it and make it a much bigger, much more heard about game. Perhaps people hear about the game and then go on to watch Avatar. Yes, that's so, that is actually. I I think it's going to be a lot more the other way around though, where you're not going to have so many, many, very many. Like I think it will probably be pretty rare that you have people who find out about the game and then play, uh, then and then they watch Avatar. Probably it's a lot more likely that it will be just that you um, you watch Avatar and then you find out about this game and then you play the game. Because also, as you can you can see that just from the home screen, um, there's these events. So they want you to pay money to get, like you pay uh, money to get like summoning tickets and stuff like that, or you get various stuff if you pay this money. So I'm just wondering, like, is it? It is very much one of those because I personally prefer the games where it's almost like okay look well here's the game and there's not like you're we're not hiding anything from you about how much you're gonna have to pay it's just like a flat rate but with this game they do have these uh, quite a lot of these in-app purchases uh, so that's all i'm wondering yeah i i think that is slightly uh, problematic how much that costs but um let's look on to the final uh i think quite quite high aspect of the uh Thing. Let's end on a high. Uh, uh, let's talk about the music. Uh, Jeremy Zuckerman, uh, one of my one of my favourite soundtrack composers, up there with Howard Shaw, composer of the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit music. Yeah, so he helped with the composition of the music for this game. Orion, what are your what are your opinions? Well, I mean, you can really hear that. No, I'm not. You can really hear oh. that. Uh, sorry, uh, you can really hear that in the music because it's so um, uh, it's so true to the show. The music is so similar to that that's in actually in the show uh, that you can almost tell that it is from the creator of the Avatar uh, soundtrack itself. So um, yeah, I think also another thing is that when you fight in the game, you earn these uh, re- rewards. And then to upgrade your characters, you pay XP. You also need a certain number of rewards in order to actually move them up to the next level. So it's quite hard to have all of those rewards. Um, uh, So it's actually got that sort of element. You're fighting in order to upgrade your character. Uh, But I think it's really nice the way that they've done the game. Um, Yeah, I'm just trying to think if there was... Yes, so... I just want to really um, emphasize the fact that the uh, marketing of the game was pretty bad because they kept it really, like they didn't tell anybody that the game was actually coming up. It was only thanks, they soft launched it in eight, in, in um, August. They didn't tell anyone, it just soft launched. And now the game's just come out, but they haven't published it at all. They're essentially relying on avatarnews.co to publish their article that gets all the other newspapers, the, the other like newspapers and magazines who are like, oh look, the game's coming out. It's almost like what they're not they haven't done anything to get the game 
really popular. All they've done is um, tell Avatar News and rely on them to publish it, which means that other companies will publish it. And they didn't even tell anybody most games you would say at least what the release date was due to be. Whereas they didn't even say anything like that. So the marketing's been really, really bad. Yeah, I agree. The marketing has been bad. But back to the music. I uh, started playing the game yesterday uh, in the kitchen. Uh, my dad was making dinner and my dad said, are you watching Avatar? Which yes, shows how like the show Very is. few composers are worthy of the uh, Avatar soundtrack. And obviously the composer who initially composed the Avatar soundtrack uh, was, of course, uh, a very worthy musician. Yes, straight out of music school. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not sure there's much left to cover. We will probably bring updates in the future. Uh, and our next podcast episode will be on Republic City, I think. Yes. So we'll see you with that episode on Sunday. And until then, always remember to leave a like, subscribe, and drop us a comment wherever you listen. Bye. Thank you.